pipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rap Show Podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads, played by some of the top bands around the world, including our current champion of champions in Vararian District, and of course the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rap Show Podcast. Hello there, welcome along to another Big Rap Show Podcast. How are you? Another week has rolled round and... What a week it was. Quite a busy week in the piping world, and we've got so much stuff to talk about this week. As always, always tons of stuff to bring you. So, first of all, welcome. <laughs> we are the show for the piping folk. If it's got bagpipes in it, around it, or near it at all, then we are the show for you. You're very welcome. And, yeah, where to start? It's been, There's so much stuff to get through, including our topic of the week, which is probably why you clicked on this week's podcast, but... Let's go through the domestics first of all. Over on our Patreon page, everybody has been over there clicking the support button. We've noticed a lot of people heading towards our Patreon page, which is fantastic. If anything, so much so that I don't really want to read a list of who our patrons are anymore. Because the list is getting longer and longer and longer. It'll get kind of ridiculous. I'll be just sitting here reading names. So, I think from this episode forward, I will not be giving a shout out to our patrons anymore suffice to say guys that everyone who has clicked that support button really does mean the world so everyone who's ever clicked support on patreon uh even in recent days you guys are awesome yes you are uh so yeah you've been enjoying lots of extra tons of content over there and if anything i do want to point you in the direction of our patreon page because uh this past week we have released the first episode of big rap shoe plus Yes, believe it or not, we finally got our finger out and released Big Big Grab Show Plus. So the first episode of Big Grab Show Plus is exclusive only to Patreon supporters. So if you do want to get your hands on there and see exactly what I'm talking about over there in Grab Show Plus, head over there. So, yeah, if you're a fan of the podcast at all, then you're going to love Big Grab Show Plus. Plus, if you've only ever listened to our Fuse FM Ball of Money show, then... uh, yeah, where have you been? We've been doing this for ages now. Go and check out all our back catalogue. We've well over 100 odd episodes now. Well worth delving into. Lots of great piping content in there for you to enjoy. Plus all the extra stuff that's coming your way on Patreon. It's just brilliant. So yeah, do help support the show. Every click, like I said, really does mean the world. It helps support us with regards to travel, uh, buying new equipment, all of that sort of stuff. For less than a price of a cup of coffee every month, you can be a part of our Patreon crowd. So what we are now affectionately calling hashtag BRS, which is Big Rab Show. So there you go. Hashtag BRS if you are a Patreon supporter. Uh, yeah, you guys are completely awesome. Let's get into things, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> Listener mail this week has been a bit of a battleground. A lot of people very angry at the associations at the moment about the current state of where our competitive calendar is at the moment. I have reflected your anger and I have told the association about this frustration and sheer outright anger that's out there. And the response from the association is that their hands are tied, like I've kind of been saying already. They are dependent on district councils to sort themselves out and to allocate funding to all of our competitions. 
So people keep asking me <laughs> about what about uh, you know this competition in Antrim? What about Glenarm? What about Port Rush? Is the big one everyone keeps asking me about. Well, we got loads of emails in about Port Rush, and I've been trying to chase it up with the district council and the association themselves. And uh, all I'm getting back is that it needs to be discussed at a future council meeting. So sorry, podcast listeners, I'm still no further forward. So, yeah, let's get into some listener mail. Shout out goes to Jim Williamson, which is on the same sort of topic. He says, hey, Rab, your most recent podcast resonated with me, uh, particularly your discussion on how this season's schedule uh, of local contests is still a mystery. Uh, completely, Jim, yeah. He says, uh, this American will be ticking, uh, ticking a bucket list item off in August. Awesomeness. Fantastic. A Northern Irish band has graciously allowed me to become a member of their ranks for the Worlds in Glasgow. And I couldn't be more excited. And I'm sincerely grateful for this opportunity. My flight is booked and members of the band have extended their hospitality and taken me in. Everything is set. Now that's brilliant. Do you know, it's great to hear stories like this. If anything, I think this should be more encouraged. You know what I mean? It's fantastic. Uh, he goes on to say, he says, However, I was also hopeful to compete at a local contest, particularly Port Rush. I want to get my pipes acclimated. Uh, See, this is stuff that Rab got wrong. Basically, he wants to get his pipes used to the Kyle Weller. And I'd like the chance to get uh, the ground under my feet at a local competition, not at the qualifier in Glasgow Green, which is completely understandable. Do you know what I mean? You do want to have one run in front of a judge with a clipboard before you hit the big in the end the following week. So completely understand there, Jim. Uh, he says, it's a shame there's still so much that's up in the air at this late date. Each year, more and more US bands want to come over and more and more folks like me get the chance to realise a dream. Thanks to the fellowship of the wonderful piping folk of Northern Ireland and Scotland, I hope that w- <laughs> I hope that whatever issues exist can be sorted soon. Cheers, Jim Williamson. He's from Kansas. It's Kansas in the US. There you go. Cheers, Jim. Now, yeah, this has been echoed. The reason I'm, re- I'm reading Jim's email particularly is because it shows that bands in Northern Ireland and Scotland are making the effort to reach out to international players to give this opportunity. So our bands are doing it. Our associations, maybe not as much. They're not reaching out internationally as much as I would have hoped. But... Yeah, our bands are doing it. They're reaching out worldwide through social media and through all this different technology that we have now. And they're giving people this opportunity to come and play at a massive event as the world's. Now, that in itself is a topic. International players. There are people out there who are dead set against it and flying players in. Now, our association have looked at the rulings and different things about how long a player needs to be registered with a band and all of that sort of stuff. And it all gets very complicated. Flying in of international players can be difficult, especially when you could intentionally, for all intents and purposes, you could fly in a whole bunch of grade one players to play in your grade 4B band. A whole pile of ringers. You go in there, win grade 4B at the Worlds, and your ranks are full of grade one players. Do you know what I mean? So that shouldn't really happen because of all of our rulings and everything. If anything, this is something we'll possibly look at again at another future podcast. We'll talk more about the international players and the influx of such. I would like to talk about our present situation like Jim was talking about there and about our calendar. It is in a massive state of flux. 
Now, you may not be aware of it, but us here in Northern Ireland have went through a bit of a series of change with our local council areas. We used to have lots of different council areas within Northern Ireland, and they have all been reduced down to what we now call super councils. So it used to be you had like loads of little regional ones, but now they're like one big massive regional one that takes care of everywhere in the surrounding county. So, very long story short, for all of you guys listening internationally who don't care, but suffice to say, there used to be a competition held for every single council area within Northern Ireland. Now, that was many, but now we have a reduction in councils, which means we should have a reduction in competitions, but we haven't seen that yet. As a result, the funding as well for some of these events has been squeezed. Now, as we've seen, especially with Port Rush being one of the most popular ones, There's a huge golf event coming to Portrush. Plus, they also have motorcycle racing. They have air shows and different kind of things. Portrush is a very touristy town. And it's looking, at the minute, like pipe bands may get pushed out. Due solely to funding. Because the local council who looks after Portrush and the surrounding area basically have poured most of their finance into the golf. uh, Which is really disheartening. So, is this the end of Portrush? To be brutally honest, we don't know. We haven't a clue. Signs aren't looking great at the moment, I have to be honest, uh, because money is tight. And most of the murmurings that we're hearing is that there isn't much money around. And whether the money will actually get put towards pipe bands or not, don't know. Remains to be seen. So, Portrush, completely up in the air. It has been rumoured if Portrush isn't going to happen, then if Portrush somehow managed to get the plug pulled, then perhaps this event may move to Newcastle, which is another really popular venue with piping fans. So if we don't get a Portrush before the Worlds, it's been rumoured, I have to say rumoured, that it may go to Newcastle. So I don't know. It's completely up in the air. I know I shouldn't report rumour, but... Loads of people have been contacting us saying, Hey, Rob, Portrush isn't happening. It's going to to Newcastle. I I heard it from a guy who knows a guy who maybe might know what's happening. So, so ticket from me. As soon as we know our competition dates are set in stone, we will let you guys know as soon as we can. So keep an eye on our social media, on our Facebook page, on our Twitter, and all of that sort of stuff. As soon as we get the dates, we will publish them out there. So, yeah, we understand that you guys out there are really anxious about all of this and a lot of you are making travel arrangements and such. I know, it's a horrible situation to be in. And even for ourselves here in the Rab Show, we're trying to plan our incoming season as to what competitions we can cover and all of that sort of stuff. So, just like you guys, the band's people, we have to organise our own travel arrangements and how to get there and back again and all of that sort of stuff. We're right there with you. So, we're going to be attending these events with you. So... As to where they're going to be, it would be nice to know. So we're going to keep asking the association. We're going to keep asking local district councils what's happening. And once we get a final thumbs up on our dates for this incoming season, we will let you know. But at the minute, it's in a state of flux. Don't even ask me about Dumbarton. Dumbarton competition has been a bit worrying. Uh, We've been talking about this on a number of podcasts before. Will we see a competition in Dumbarton this incoming year? The answer is still, we don't know. Haven't heard anything yet. Nothing from the association and specifically nothing from the district council area there in Dumbartonshire. So, I don't know is the short answer. But again, rest assured, if we hear any change, we will let you know.
All right, that's that topic addressed. So thank you to everyone who has emailed us in. There's been quite a lot of angry emails about this. Uh, so don't worry, I have reflected your anger to the association. I've let them know about the frustration and people booking flights and accommodation and all this sorts of stuff. Yeah, people have to try and get this sorted. And I completely understand the frustration. Um, but our hands are tied, really. <laughs> Uh, I know, it's not a laughing matter, is it? It's kind of stressful. Anyway, let's fly on. Speaking of our association, they'd done something quite special in Belfast this past week, and we talked about it on last week's podcast. It was the Night of Champions. Yes, where a lot of our world champions and a lot of our successful bands, men and women, from around Northern Ireland were all treated to a very fancy reception in Parliament buildings there in Stormont, which is basically our government buildings, which was very flashy, very nice, loads of press there as well. And looking at the photographs and video footage and stuff, it just looked to be the best night's crack ever. Loads of people got up and give speeches and acceptance speeches. I think they had various different presentations to give on the night for some of our soloists as well as our drum majors. Uh, I think Emma Barr was there, and we had some like, some of the guys from the field marshal. Richard, of course, was there as, as well. Just a great night overall. And looking at some of the photographs, I have to say, well done to everybody involved. It was great to see our bands here in Northern Ireland and our soloists and drum majors get recognition like this from a government body like this to kind of celebrate piping culture and how yeah how positive it, positive an influence it is here in Northern Ireland. It's definitely worth noting. However, like I said on last week's podcast, there was a big however that, yeah, this event kind of stuck in the throat of a lot of people. And, uh, yeah, rightfully so for a lot of different reasons. And the RSPBA themselves actually came back at people and were quite cheeky, (laughs) too, if you want. Uh, Go and check out their announcement. The RSPBA Northern Ireland Branch, they put out this announcement about the Night of Champions and how these guys registered with RSPBA and I will be going and having this big reception. Now, as you may or may not be aware, there are a lot of world championship and championship winning drum majors who are born and bred and live in Northern Ireland but compete with Scottish pipe bands. Now, these guys had equally the same amount of of, uh, success throughout the whole season at drum major level, at solo level and at band level, but they were not kind of invited to this event because they're not with an RSPBA Northern Ireland band. And that's kind of stuck in a lot of people's throats. So they're like, come on, what about this guy? You know, he's done really incredibly well. Or what about this guy? What about this girl here? She's done incredibly well. Why isn't she invited? So this kind of rubbed up people the wrong way. And a lot of people got very angry about it. Our association answered saying, well, that's protocol. We were inviting Northern Ireland registered players and Northern Ireland registered bands. And that's that. Basically. So that was kind of argument over, I feel. But it's still a lot of hurt feelings along the way. So I guess you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, I think. The RSPBA Northern Ireland trying to do their best to show recognition for bands who were successful in Northern Ireland. So it was kind of very specific uh, for RSPBA Northern Ireland members. So whenever you try to count in people who are playing in Scotland or competing in Scotland, yeah, gone shaky ground. So, hey... Do you know what? I'm a fan of it. I think it was a fantastic idea. Although I would have liked to have seen it open to the public. I would have liked to have had more public involvement in the whole thing. It just seemed to be the association and the bands, men and women themselves, uh, plus a few husbands and wives and things were there, and that was about it. I think it would have been great if you opened the whole thing up to the public. Make a 
massive big celebration of the thing. Invite as many piping fans to it as you, po- as you possibly can and make the thing massive. Instead, it was kind of more of a subdued affair, a bunch of politicians and stuff, some officials from the RSPBA uh, and the bands and stuff. Yeah, so it was all kind of very quiet. It was very strange. But overall, I think a great thing. RSPBA and I should be praised for doing this. So well done, RSPBA. Uh, it's not often I sing your praises here on the podcast, so well done. Okay, on to another bit of news story. The National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland were in action February 2nd. Yeah, we talked about this briefly on a previous podcast as well. They're made in Scotland concert as part of the Celtic Connections Festival. Opened its doors there in the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall. And, uh, yeah. Have you guys managed to see any of the video clips and all tons of uh, photographs and video? All that's all around the place, all over social media. This concert, by all accounts, was absolutely epic. I think, uh, going by some of the people who were on the ground for ourselves there at the Rab Show, they actually said that this was better than Thunderstruck. And Thunderstruck won live event of the year in the Rab Show Awards. So this one, apparently, was even better. So I have to say, shout out to you guys, the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland. I think you impressed a lot of people with your epic show. It's definitely... I don't, the people have been asking me, has it been recorded? You know, because Thunderstruck was recorded and released as a CD. Uh, short answer is, I don't know. I think the whole stage was mic'd up. I think there were even cameras around the place as well. But whether any details about a recording or a DVD or anything like that being released yet, we have yet to hear anything. But I tell you what, if it is going to be released as a recording, I'm going to be first on the waiting list to purchase a copy of that. So I would definitely want to get a hand on it. Because if you haven't got a copy of the National Youth Pipe Band's Thunderstruck uh, live show, you definitely need to get a copy of it. Trust me. Yeah, they're a youth pipe band. And most times when people hear youth in the title, they always think and go, eh, that'll be no good. These kids. These kids. Oh, they, as I would say, they would melt your face. Absolutely blistering. They would just, ah, oh, epicness. So, yeah. <laughs> if this is going to be released as a recording, I will let you know. But at the moment... No idea, no plans, I don't think, at the moment, so I don't know, is the very short answer. But I do hope it will be released. So that was the 2nd of February. National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland tore up the stage at the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall. Now, as you guys know, the Kids With Cancer Charity Night is coming up, and that will be next week's podcast. (laughs) I cannot wait for this. The Royal Hotel in Cookstown on the 9th of February this weekend will be crammed full of pipe band royalty. Pipers and drummers from all over Ireland and Northern Ireland and even further afield are all coming to this event to raise money for the Children's Cancer Unit in the Royal Victoria Hospital in Belfast. This will be insane. Absolutely insane. Now, I'm not going to sit here and read off the whole list of everybody who's attending it, because I've done that before. Uh, but suffice to say, St. Lawrence Atul will have a mini band at this. <laughs> oh, man. Right, I'm stupidly excited for this. So, yeah, mini band by St. Lawrence Atul. Plus, uh, all the kids from the music service from Pipes and Drums will be there as well. Which is all sorts of awesomeness. We have the Northern Ireland Drum Majors, which will be there, including our world champion, Emma Barr. That's twice I've mentioned Emma on the podcast this week. There you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, this, yeah, Richard Parks and Terry Tully will be on stage. 
And you guys get the opportunity to ask them questions. So far, we have had very few questions coming in from you guys. So email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Get your questions in to ask Richard and Terry Tully. And uh, yeah, expect your question to be asked live on stage. And we'll record the whole thing for the podcast. So that's coming up this weekend. Your opportunity to ask two of the biggest names in the piping world what makes them tick. So Richard Parks, Terry Tully on stage with a live Q&A session. And you guys can... Email us in your questions. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Now, I have to say, if you are going to the Kids with Cancer charity event, because I am aware... Whoop, chair's broke. I have to say, a lot of people listening to the podcast will probably be there at this event. Please come on over and say hi. And, yeah, take a selfie, catch up, shake hands, and all that sort of stuff. be great to meet you all there. Of course, us and the Rab Show team will be there. We will be live-streaming little parts of it. So... Yeah, there is an online auction as well for a lot of the items and things that will be there as part of an auction to try and raise money for charity. So if you are interested, tune into our Facebook page. Over the course of the weekend, we will be live streaming from this. And your opportunity as well to purchase some kind of awesome prizes. So there you go. Loads of piping and drumming goodies that you could possibly get at cut prices. Uh, all in aid of charity. So be sure, check out the Big Rab Show Facebook page. Over the course of the weekend, we will be live streaming from this event. All day Saturday. It's going to be awesome. So I cannot wait for this. So email us in your questions for Richards and Terry. Uh, BigRabShow at gmail.com. And yeah, be sure. Make yourself known. Say hi to the guys of the Rab Show team uh, if you're going. And if not, then check out our live stream on our Facebook page. There you go. That's enough of a shameless plug for that event, I think. Grant, on to another announcement. Now, this one kind of got us all sorts of interested. The party in plaid is back again, thanks to the City of Chicago Pipe Band. Yep, <laughs> Saturday, March 2nd. It's going to be from 7 p.m. till 10 p.m. This is going to be in Hawthorne Racecourse. Uh, so, man, I can't wait. This, I've, the last time this event ran last year, we've seen all sorts of kind of photographs and video footage from this event. Obviously, I couldn't go. Uh, but, yeah, I think some of the best music was produced on the night. Now, we don't know who's going to be playing at it exactly. Suffice to say, it will be the city of Chicago. I'm sure will be there in person themselves. Tickets are $20 at the moment. It's going to be kid-friendly events so, and also non-smoking. For tickets, vis- uh, visit partyinplaid2019.brownpapertickets.com. There you go. Or feeling that, you can get in contact with any member of the city of Chicago pipe band, and they will hook you up. So that's the party in plaid. Like I said, the event last year... Looked to be the best crack. <laughs> and I was so gutted, yeah, that there wasn't more video footage. So if anything, if anyone's going to the party in Plaid with the City of Chicago pipe band, perhaps take a camera with you, take some snaps with you, and take a little video footage for us and let us living abroad uh, <laughs> and enjoy precariously through yourselves. So there you go. Shout out to the City of Chicago pipe band. Also, the first Troon Boys Brigade Pipe Band have announced that they're going to be live in concert. This is going to be held in Portland Church in Troon itself, and this is going to be on the 3rd of March. Doors open at 7pm and tickets are 6 quid. You can get them from any member of First Troon Boys Brigade Pipe Band. There you go. Another last little plug then. Uh, Tully Whisker Pipe Band are having drum major and piping tuition every Monday in Killen Community Hall. 6.30 to 7.30 is your drum majors and 7.30 to 8.30 is your piping. You can learn to march and flourish, (laughs) apparently. So learn embellishments and flourishes and all of that sort of goodness. There you go. So that's a shout out to Tully Whisker Pipe Band. For full details, you can contact any band member, as always, or indeed you can contact ourselves here on The Big Rab Show and we will hook you up and we'll tell you where and when. 
So, there you go. And as far as I know, this is all free. You can just turn up and you get to learn all of this awesomeness. Anyway, so there you go. Shout out to Tolly Whisker Pipe Man. Okay. <sighs> the British Drum Company. Now, you guys know the British Drum Company well. They have recently signed some of the giants in the pipe band drumming game. Stephen Schneiden and, of course, Garth McLeese and Jim Kilpatrick. They have some of the big names in the piping world. And the British Drum Company have been ramping things up on the excitement meter. And I, for one, cannot wait for this. If you guys aren't following the British Drum Company on any of our social media channels, then please do. That's well worth looking at. Because they uploaded something that was kind of exciting. They took a photograph of their warehouse, which had lots of drum shells sitting on uh, shelves. Now... This was all sorts of interesting from a drumming geek uh, because you were able to look at the shells and try to figure out what they're made out of. Now, I'm not exactly an expert in wood, but it's been suggested that they're possibly beech. Uh, some people have suggested that those are actually made out of hickory. So I, I don't know. Hundreds of different suggestions as to what these drum shells could be made out of or even what they're for. But we do kind of have an idea. These are for the new pipe band marching snares that the British Drum Company are putting together. And this is the very first glimpse of what they're doing behind the scenes. Very exciting stuff. Now, trust me, if you have Jim Kilpatrick and Garth McLeese and Stephen and all those guys all involved in this, this is going to be well worth looking at. So I'm very excited to see what the British Trump Drum Company have to produce here. Because at the minute, we have our usual suspects. We have Pearl, we have Premier, and we have Adante. We used to have the other one kind of nipping in and out. Legato. Everybody remember Legato drums? I think the drums used to be made by Remo as well. Tons of other little mix and things that we never really see or hear of nowadays. We normally have the Adante, Pearl or Premier. So it's great to see that there's another company getting involved, especially one as prestigious as the British Drum Company. If anyone has known anything about drumming, check out their drum kits. <laughs> now, I'm a drummer. I do play a drum kit myself, and these kits are... Ugh, they're just things of beauty, you know? Uh, uh, I don't know. I could remortgage my house and just buy them all. They're just amazing-looking things. So, yeah. Bespoke drum kits and, yeah, just some of the best sounding drums as well that they can make. I'm really excited to see what they're going to bring to the pipe band world. Like, this is proper exciting stuff for drummers. So, sorry, pipers. All you pipers out there are going, yawn, yawn, so what? You hit it with a stick, it makes a boing noise, that's it. But no, trust me, this will be all sorts of interesting. Will we have a proper challenger now for Adante and Premier and Pearl? All those big guns. Who knows? Plus, also, what's going to be some of the most interesting news, I think, to come is once these drums get released, what bands are going to pick them up? Will we see any of our bands in the top flight picking up these drums from the British Drum Company? Hmm. Interesting stuff. Yeah, so I guess we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> all right, let's fly on. So go and check that out, actually. The British Drum Company, they have all their photographs up there on social media. So it'll be at Instagram, uh, Facebook, blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. It's all up there on social media. Well worth checking out. All right. L.A. Scots Pipe Bands uh, recently hit the pipe and headlines. Uh, they're going to be featured in, a, in an episode of Grey's Anatomy. Now, this is a show I haven't actually watched 
but apparently it's won like loads of TV awards and stuff. And I think my my missus might watch it actually, but I've never seen it myself. I think it's about doctors and things. I don't know, uh, but. <laughs> I might actually watch this one. Uh, L.A. Scots are going to be featured in an episode of Grey's Anatomy. It's going to be aired on February the 14th, and the episode is called I Walk the Line. So I don't know if that's a reference to Johnny Cash or anything like that. I don't know, you know the song. Uh, but L.A. Scots will be on the telly. Yeah, on a sitcom or something. I don't know if this is a sitcom. See, I don't watch it. I don't watch Grey's Anatomy. But L.A. Scots are going to be there, so I'm going to watch it. So there you go. L.A. Scots. <laughs> February 14th. I'm going to look forward to that. So there you go. Oh, February 4th. That's Valentine's Day. Ah, here, wouldn't that be romantic? Here, missus. Come on, we're going to go out for dinner and then come back home. Switch the telly on and watch L.A. Scots. Yeah, romantic, aren't they? <laughs> Uh, anyway, fly on. Now, Shots and Dykehead, uh, Caledonia Pipe Band, are hosting their annual Junior Championships, Junior Solo Championships, and this is to be held on the 23rd of February. Now, they had extended the date from when you had to get your entries in to try and encourage more entries, and it worked, <laughs> to say the least. The draw for the championships is now available on their website. So go along to Shots and Dykehead Caledonia website, Thing. it's all up there and wow the entry for this is huge this is one massive event and has drew people from around the world really to this so yeah shout out to the guys at shots for running this amazing competition it'll be great to see all these junior players uh, producing some incredible music so 23rd of february now whether there's any plans to do any live streaming or filming at this event don't know, to be honest. It's still a wee bit in front of us. 23rd of February. So if we can get a member of the Rab Show team there, then we will try. But if not, I don't know if there's been any other plans made by anyone else to cover this. But, yep, there you go. 23rd of February, the Shots Junior Solo Championships will be opening their doors. And, yeah, the full draw is now available on the website. Very exciting stuff. Now... One last little bit of piping news before we go into the topic of the week is Kyle Rothschild. Yeah, this guy is a complete legend. You guys know Kyle Rothschild is a piper with St. Lawrence the Tool Pipe Band, of course, and a composer of note. He has a book out currently called Tunes from the Flight Deck. We've mentioned this a couple of times, and even last week we had the tune uh, from Kyle in tribute to the late John Kelly. So, yeah, Kyle has been incredibly busy and has offered us something here on the Rab Show that's kind of special. Yeah, for those of you who may not have caught this, over on our Rab Show Facebook page, we are doing a Kyle Rothschild giveaway. We're giving away a copy of his book. Now, that's kind of awesome in itself. You get a free copy of the book simply for entering our competition on Facebook. However, the star prize, Kyle has written a tune that doesn't have a name. And he has offered this out to whoever wins our prize draw. So you could have your name kind of... <laughs> Set in stone as a title of a tune. Isn't that incredible? I still have to say, it's one of the biggest honours that we ever received. It was whenever Eric Evanhouse kind of wrote the Big Rab Show tune. And that was just... It's still incredible. Always makes me smile whenever I think about it. Yeah, to have your name as the title of a tune is just epic. So, yeah... Kyle Rothschild is at the forefront of the spearhead of modern piping, as we say. And yeah, if you go, if you can, go and check out his website on all of his social media stuff, Kyle Rothschild Music. And yeah, get a copy of his book, Tunes from the Flight Deck. Definitely worth a, uh, a look. Plus, if you then, well, let's say, if you don't want to buy it, then you have a chance to go and win it. So you can go and check out our Rab Show Facebook page, enter the competition, 
And your name could be put as the title of the tune. Isn't that awesome? Plus you get a chance, you get a free book as well. So enter the free draw. Doesn't cost you anything. And yeah, be in with a chance to win. Awesomeness. There you go. Well, that's it for the piping news. <laughs> Woo, told you it's been a busy week. Grant, it's time to fly on then. Time for me to go and get myself a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full range of bagpipes, including Henderson's, and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets, and bespoke Highland wear, including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com Offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you with a full custom design from Adante Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper is also the North American distributor for Beat Street Drumming Goods from Northern Ireland. Have you any questions about any of the major brands they carry? Then you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. The Horace Kilt Company, 150 Sandy Row, Belfast, offering high-quality garments with unique styles, enough to cover any wedding, formal event, or even pipe band competition. They can offer a full range of kilt and jacket combinations, all completed with Highland accessories, all available for sale or for hire. If you're looking for a Highland-inspired outfit of the highest quality, then look no further than Harris Kilts. HarrisKilts.com 150 Sandy Row, Belfast. Check them out. Are you on the lookout for a set of vintage pipes? Then look at Source Bagpipes. Bagpipes ranging from McDougall, Glenn, Stark, McKinnon, McPhee, Henderson, Laurie and Sinclair and many, many more. In addition, brand new set of pipes by Booth and Pettigrew. They have a no-quibble return policy with 25% deposit securing any set of bagpipes. Also offering a full payment plan to be able to pay for your set of pipes over 12 months. Source Bagpipes now have a range of vintage pipe chanters and vintage practice chanters in stock and are all up on their website, sourcebagpipes.co.uk. Contact Ross for more information. Hi, this is Ross Ainsley, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Yes, indeed. Time for Topic of the Week. And I have to say, <laughs> ah, this cup of tea is more than welcome. Nothing bits a nice warm cup of tea on a cold day, I have to say. Anyway, yeah, let's fly on. This Topic of the Week this week is motivation. And if anything, i found that through January and February especially, motivation could be at an all-time low now i'm talking about attendance of band practice learning your stuff even practicing at home everything how do you keep your motivation through the long cold winter months when essentially this is when the hard work is done so how do you keep it going i have to say we got a lot of emails from people about this who are kind of suffering at the minute from a lack of motivation people just really can't be bothered so a lot of people took comfort actually from our richard parks interview that we done not too long ago there on fuse fm if you haven't yet going back listen to that podcast it's all up there loads of uh, real great nuggets and stuff of information from richard including what keeps his fire burning? You know, he's now won 12 world championships. What makes him want to go and get number 13? You know what I mean? It's great to hear his insight and 
his thoughts on motivation and what keeps him moving. And as we've all seen, the Field Marshal Montgomery have just posted on their social media there over the past couple of weeks that they've been back at practice again following the winter. And yeah, they sound alright. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Woohoo! Field Marshals sound insane. They're just, oh man, you can hear why they're world champions. Field Marshal back in practicing ways following a winter break and dang if they hit the ground running. So as you can see, people managed to keep their motivation through the winter months and still managed to sound awesome. So just, yeah, how many times can you practice through that MSR that you've learned? Possibly yeah october november you've maybe the msr done and you've rehearsed it quite a few times to say the least um maybe by december you've the medley sort of half started and then january february you might have the medley finished by now and you might already be on pipes you may be on on drums you maybe you, you could already be on your instruments by now uh, if anything some people would argue that you should be uh so yeah a lot of people still currently well going through the learning process but a lot of people finishing it as well so just how many times can you practice that stress bay or that break into the rail without losing your mind and a lot of people lose the motivation they go ah come on we're not playing that jig again are we come on pipe major that's how it goes a lot of people lose the fire because just how much practice can you do when you haven't got a competition that weekend you know, is it really worth checking your reeds and your hemp and everything? You know, there's no competition this weekend, so why bother? <laughs> the only place I'll be performing this week is in the band hall. Whoopee! You know what I mean? So, yeah. Just how do you keep that momentum? And if anything, why do you want to keep it going? That's another big question. Bringing it close to home, my daughter is currently learning how to pipe. I've told you about this before in the podcast, and recently she has suffered from a bit of a lack of motivation. She had exams and things from school, and that kind of detracted from that. Plus, I've been working with the BBC and stuff, so I haven't been able to run her up to band practice as often as I would like. So, yeah, it's just kind of getting that, ugh, can't be Ah, band practice? What? Nah, can't be bothered. So, there's a lot of that. So... Yeah, we managed to look at the whole area of motivation, especially even when it comes to my own daughter. So, yeah, I think I put it down to three major areas of how or why you want to keep your motivation going through to the start of the season. Number one will be your want to win. If you want to win prizes, you must maintain your motivation. You must go to band practice. That's a, a huge deal. If you don't practice as a band, then you're losing before you hit the grass. If you don't practice at home, how do you expect to lift a trophy? Some people don't get this. And this is what really boggles my mind. People expect on a Saturday to go to a competition, play with their band and, Hey, first place guys, woohoo! And never lift a chanter or lift a pair of drum pad and sticks at the house. It's, I don't know. For some people, sure, it might magically happen for them that they do zero practice and manage to lift a championship or two. You never know. But in my experience, anyone who ever wants to lift any kind of a trophy in the top five need to do an element of work. Now... That work may not always be fun. It may not always be practicing through your concert sets or your drum salutes or 
you know, your fancy Peabrooks and all the rest. It could be playing through your dull, boring 2-4 marches, your Strasbes, your... All of that sort of dull stuff. So trust me, success is in the dullness. <laughs> you can quote me on that if you want. Success is in the dullness and the mundane. Practicing through your GDEs relentlessly, going up and down the scales, even as something as small and as stupid as that can really mean the world for your playing. Us drummers as well. Going back to bare bone basics, playing your mummy daddies, paradiddles, fives, triplets, all that sort of stuff, going right back to bare bones sometimes can really mean the world for your playing. So it's just about how much do you want to win? Do you want to hit that competition circle this incoming year and actually have a fighting chance? Or do you want to go in that competition arena and just kind of phone it in and just, nah, you know, we'll play Wiener Tunes and hit the beer tent after? You know, now don't get me wrong. There are some people out there and that is their motivation. Hashtag playing for sheets. You know, you do go out there, you have some fun, you play Wiener Tunes and who really cares if you win, right? But there are some people out there who have that motivation and that want to win. So, if you do want to keep (laughs) yourself in tip-top shape with a chance of winning something, you need to be motivated. You need to give yourself that kick up the backside and say, Right! Get up out of that sofa. You're going to band practice tonight. You're putting in three hours of solid practice. You're not going to disappoint yourself or your pipe major or anybody else. And you're going to put in a dang good performance at band practice and then come home with a massive smile on your face. And then whenever it comes to the competition, hey, it should all be plain sailing, shouldn't it? So number one reason to keep your motivation through the winter months is how much do you want to win? Number two is how much do you want to improve? This one was put on the list because of various different reasons. Now, I'm not going to get into the whole service band debate because that one's already been flogged to death. We've talked about service bands and stuff here in the Rab Show before. How bands go out and just do parades and funerals and weddings and different functions like that, like gigs and things. We don't have very many of them here in Northern Ireland, but we do have... Some. And those guys are quite happy doing that, dressing up in the kilt and everything and playing about me and all that sort of stuff. And that's fine. You know, they do that. And as far as having motivation and wanting to practice and practice and practice, there isn't any motivation there. There is no real want to improve. Now, I'm not slagging them off by any means. Please don't get me wrong. I do understand that these bands want to learn tunes. They want to learn more repertoire. They, you know, they do want to further themselves from that regard. But as far as I want to improve and step up in standards, no, it doesn't really happen. So, yeah, I think to be motivated, you have to have a want to improve. You are looking at your pl- current plan, your own situation where you are at the moment, and you can self-assess and say, I could be better. Now, even the best in the world. Wally McCallum has been famously quoted as saying that people people say that he is a piping professional. And even Wally McCallum himself would say that he learns something every day. He never stops learning. And that tells you something. Wally is kind of up there as being the best in the piping game, especially the solo piping world. Wally never stops learning. And if anything, that's something that we can take from the best in the game, is that they never stop. We look at them and think, holy crap, they're amazing. I'll never be that good. 
But the reason they're that good is because they keep learning. They keep working at it. So if you want to aspire to be at a higher level, if you want to improve, you need to have that motivation. You have to have that want. So, yeah, if you want to win, you need to be motivated. If you want to improve at all from going from bare-bone basics all the way up to playing blistering hornpipes, then you're going to have to have that need or want to improve. Now, for me, myself, I agree with point three. And, yeah, for motivation, you have to want to play your part. This is a big one. If you are a member of a pipe band especially, this is huge. Any pipe band member, regardless whether you have a position of seniority or not, whether you're in charge or not, you could just be a regular rank and file player, you have to want to play your part. Please don't be the person that just turns up like once a week or not even, maybe once a month, you know, attends for half an hour and then maybe goes home again. Uh, my pipes are crap, I put throw them in the box and go home. You know, don't be that person who just phones it in and then come a competition on a Saturday, arrives with their uniform on and their pipes lying in bits. <laughs> you know, what do you expect? Play your part, be a part of the team. A pipe band is very much like a professional sports team. I've always kind of likened it like this. Of course, we've had the Super Bowl there this past week. Uh, don't even talk to me. I watched the Super Bowl. I stayed up until 4 a.m. here in the UK and watched the whole thing, start to end. Don't even get me started. Maroon 5? Maroon 5 is a halftime show. Anyway, professional sports team. It's very similar to a pipe. <laughs> I'm going to Super Bowl tangent there. Uh, yeah. Pipe bands are managed by a manager, be it a pipe major, and they also have a defensive line if you want. They have a drum sergeant. So you have the offense defense. <laughs> Anything going on there. A pipe band is very similar to a sports team where you're only as good as your weakest member. And I've said this before. That's true for drummers. It's true for pipers as well. You always play to your weakest player. So with that in mind, do your best not to be the weakest link. And I know that sounds bad, but it's very true. Don't be the weak link in the chain. If you find that you are the weak link in the chain, then have the motivation to play your part. The want to improve and the want to win. All of those three all play a major factor when it comes to motivation and that want to try and win a trophy. Don't be that person who just kind of shows up, uh, talks crap about what they had for dinner that day, and, and just, uh, guess what happened in the office today? Oh, Mickey, he's there. Yeah, Shut up. You're there at band practice for a reason. You're not there to talk about the football results and all that other crap. You're there to put some work in and that's kind of it does take the fun out of it but my yeah my outlook on pipe bands and such is that it is to be treated as the same way as a professional sports team everyone should play their part and play their role so if you have a job as bass drummer if you have a job as tenor drummer be the best dang bass drummer you can be be the best bloody tenor drummer ever in the world it's your job you know to be the best part of the team as possible Whenever you up your game, then everyone else around you will up theirs too. Don't be the wink, weak link in the chain. Now, I know I could be preaching to the converted here. A lot of people would say, oh, yeah, you know, I play in a band and 
I play next to this guy and spends most of his night bluffing. You know, his hands never hit the chanter really at all. He just stands and blows drones. Or there's drummers who just dip out every part. You know what I mean? Just lifts the hands up off the drum and never really hits it. And we've all been there. We've all played next to those people. Now, I have to say, I wouldn't be the first to go and point fingers and say, Hey, see you, what you're doing, you're crap. Yeah, but it's been known, it's been done before, and it caused a lot of conflict. But I would have a quiet word with your leadership and say, hey, this person here might not be playing their part. So, as part of your motivation for this incoming year, those are my big three. Especially number three. Yeah, want to play your part. If you want to be in a pipe band, if you want to be a part of that amazing team of people, which is a group of people, don't go in there and let yourself down, because you're not only letting yourself down by playing poorly, you're letting the ones next to you down as well. You know, your performance affects their performance. So if you go in there and play like a bag of bottles, then they're going to sound like a bag of bottles because of you, the one Egypt. So don't be the weak link. Don't be the Egypt. Put the work in up your level of playing so then everyone else can rise along with you. So I hope that's managed to give you a little bit of a pep talk. (laughs) I do understand a lot of people are feeling very frustrated at this point in the season, especially when we haven't got our dates in stone yet. Yeah, we're flogging that old dead horse. But yeah, do try, keep motivated, keep practicing. And I know that it's hard to do, especially through the winter months here in the UK when it's cold. It's ice and snow everywhere and travel is a pain in the butt and that nice warm sofa in front of a comfy TV and a big cuppa and everything can be very tempting. Instead of just lifting your chanter, heading out on out the door in the freezing cold and travelling for a few hours. and just, uh, So much fighting against this in the piping world at the moment. It's hard to stay motivated. <laughs> it really is. So trust me, you're not alone. There are hundreds of thousands of pipers and drummers out there who are doing exactly what you're doing right now. And you may be thinking, oh, I'm not cut out for this. Do I really want to play this season? I really can't be bothered. And besides, I got shattered out of practice last week. And that guy can just stuff it up his jumper. And, you know, there's all these thoughts that creep in. Trust me. Whenever the competition season starts and you're on the grass with the uniform on, the last place you'll want to be is on the sidelines. Especially if you know the material. That even that hurts even worse. <laughs> so don't be that person. Continue your goal in front of you. Competition season's just around the corner. If you want to win championships, it's now that you win them. It's in the freezing cold band halls. It's with your pipe major and lead drummer screaming and yelling at you for missing that Dublin or for throwing in an extra flam when there shouldn't be. The stuff like this, this is the makings of champions. So, grin and bear it. Stick with it. You're, <laughs> like I said, you're not alone. There are hundreds and thousands of pipers and drummers doing exactly the same thing. Keep that motivation going because before you know it, you'll be standing in front of someone with a clipboard judging exactly how your winter's progress is done. And if you're going to band practice and talking about the cricket that day or you're just talking about Jimmy's new car and you sit talking for an hour and a half and before you know it, oh, I have to go home. Don't waste time. Practice. (laughs) 
There you go, folks. I hope you managed to get something from that this week. I figured those three pointers there would be quite useful for a lot of people out there who are experiencing problems with motivation at the moment. So bear that in mind. The season's just around the corner. It's now the prizes are won. Stick at it. Grant. All right, guys. Don't forget, check us out on the Big Rab Show Patreon page. Patreon.com forward slash Big Rab Show. And, yeah, click that support button. We've got tons of extra stuff coming your way on the Patreon page, especially uh, from the Kids with Cancer Charity Night coming up this weekend. It's going to be all sorts of awesomeness. We're going to be talking to some of the best in the piping game. And a lot of those interviews and videos and all sorts of backstage shenanigans will all be up on our Patreon page. So definitely going to be worth a look. So, Go along, click support. Every penny really does help support the show. And like I said, for less than a price of a cup of coffee every month, you can get your mitts on tons of extra content. Plus, you'll be helping us out here on The Rab Show. Don't forget also, check us out through our Facebook page over the weekend. We will be live streaming from this incredible event over the weekend. Plus your chance to uh, hopefully buy some swag as well from the charity auction. So you can go and check that out as well. Big Rab Show on Facebook. Until then, we will see you here on the Big Rab Show podcast next week, guys. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much to our sponsors, G1 Roots, played by bands around the world, including our current champion of champions in Verarian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com for all of your Big Rab Show merch and news, views, and chat throughout the week. Until next time, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. Exhibit C, the belt he's flossing is Ten ought to do it, don't you think? You think we need one more? You think we need one more? All right, we'll get one more. Welcome, Big Rab Show Plus. How are you? We have promised this to you, Patreon people, for quite a while. And here it is, Big Rab Show Plus. And yeah, it is time for one more. You think you need one more? We'll get you one more. Hello. (laughs) Yeah, so if this is the very first time you're listening to anything to do with the Big Rab Show, then welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folk. This episode of Big Rab Show Plus is exclusive to our Patreon members. So if you're listening to this, it's meant that you have clicked that support button. So thank you. I have to say straight off, it's just incredible, the support that we get from around the bagpiping world. And you are one of a very chosen few who have clicked that button and get your mitts on tons of extra content. So, the question you're asking right now is, what the hell is Big Rab Show Plus? (laughs) Well, Big Rab Show Plus...